Today on Opportunity with Tim Scott, we discuss a topic that is near and dear to my heart, school choice. I truly believe education is the closest thing to magic in America. Joining me to dig deeper into the importance of this topic is school choice advocate Walter Blanks Jr. and most importantly, his mama, Tracy Woodard. They are not just advocates, they are actually beneficiaries. Let me just say both to, to Walter and Ms. Woodard, thank you for being here. We're having a wonderful time. I, I wish you all would have heard the conversation before we start, started the, uh, the rolling the tape, so to speak. Uh, obviously, Walter is an amazing person, Ms. Woodard. Uh, we are thankful to have moms like her in the world. She kind of reminds me of my own mama, uh, a, a person who believes so much in her kids. Uh, that she's willing to do whatever it takes to get them going forward. Uh, Walter, so sorry for Saquon. We were talking about the uh, the injury there and what that does to your fantasy football team. That's unfortunate. What do you think? Uh, well, well, I am a I am a longtime lifelong Browns fan. So Ooh. Uh, we'll talk about that so, later. So 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 it's hurtful a little bit, but you know that's my team. I, I'll support them to to the day I die. So I've I've moved on to fantasy as my you know. <laughs> you know, a chance to, to have some, some, some good success, but well, I'm going to have to rework the roster a little bit. Well, as a Cowboys fan, I want to talk later on about how you became a Browns fan. I, I know this has got to be a good story to that. Yeah, 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 it, it is, it is. Oh, cool. Very good. Well, Walter, you and I both have the benefit of being born to strong and, frankly, dynamic mothers. I know I owe a lot of my success, frankly, most of my success to my mom, who taught me that even if you shoot for the moon and miss, you'll still be among the stars. So if it's okay, Walter, I want to start off by talking to your mom, Ms. Woodard, uh, asking her to share a little bit about how you all got introduced to school choice and the decision to send Walter to a different school. Well, thank you for having me. And it's been very interesting listening to the football stories. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were in many different schools. We didn't just have one school that was failing us. We were in many different schools. And in the beginning, Walter and his brother were, um, I don't even know how, they were in a different school almost every year due to the fact that his brother had health challenges and to some degree, Walter was considered the problem child at yes, the school. Not always, but some. There was a, um, a company or an advocacy pro, um, company called Black Alliance for Education. Oh, yes, ma'am. And they reached out to me, Tracy Kraft reached out to me, called me on the phone, had never met her, had never spoken with her. And she explained to me about our school being on the failing school list and what that meant for my kids that were in the public school system. And so um, they had tours and we could tour different schools. It wasn't just private schools. It was other schools who would take choice, um, the scholarship education scholarship for their for our child to go to a different school. And we, me and my husband, we visited a few schools and um, we chose Tree of Life. They were the only school who wanted to see where Walter should be, wanted to see where our kids should go, not just bring them here, bring them here, bring them here, but yes. where do you know, where, where is this child supposed to be? What's gonna be best for him? Okay. And I had never seen that before, I was just, very desperate, very desperate to get them somewhere. Well, it sounds like uh, you, you found that perfect place in the, in the school 
And uh, my staff and I, we, we watched that special broadcast that you did, the two of you did together. And I understand that you all are a blended family of six. And it's not about, as you just said, public schools versus private school or charter schools. It's about what works best for the individual and where you as a parent can partner with an educator for your kids' needs. I remember you all saying that the school Walter was at before moving over to Tree of Life Christian actually worked well for Walter's brother. So tell us the importance of not having a one-size-fits-all approach to education for your family specifically. Well, Walter being one of six um, children, all of them are very different, even within our household. So we didn't want to send them to school just to be like each other yes, or like the other kids in their classroom. And like I said, they went to many schools. The difference with his brother, he was never a problem considered, you know, in the worldly term, you know, challenged child. Yes, ma'am. Um, he was always on the gifted and talented list. And he was always the model for the ideal student, perfect mm. student. Well, because Walter didn't behave like his brother, he was considered the, you know, the troubled child. And he was always compared to his brother, not at home, but within the school system. Yes, ma'am. And because he didn't fit their cookie cutter shape, he, we just had to find something that was for, specifically for him, something that would make him be a better citizen. Absolutely. Well, uh, Walter and his brother sounds like me and my brother. I, I was, uh, <laughs> my brother was always a quiet, reserved, uh, intellectual, <laughs> always follow the rules. He never got in any trouble, uh, mm -hmm. ever. And I was uh, labeled as the kid that had too much energy. I was the one that couldn't <laughs> focus in class. I, I wasn't a bad kid, they said, but I just talked too much all the time, even when my teacher was talking. And she was, she, they, my school just, they kind of labeled me as a kid who needed extra attention. And, and frankly, I needed a harness for my energy, but not because I couldn't do the work, but because I was just a little scattered. And so listening to you describe your, two of your kids there, Miss Woodard, it's clear to me uh, that you are a great mother and one that loves your kids. And Walter, I know you are so thankful for your mom. I know you had the opportunity to meet the president recently uh, about school choice. You shared that your education was your way out. Paint that picture for us. I know you also mentioned how some of your friends or the people you grew up with are either no longer with us or maybe have not been given the same opportunities as you. Where do you think you would be without it? And what have you been able to do as a result? Did you ever think you'd end up meeting the president of the United States? Well, well, first off, uh, Senator Scott, thank you uh, for, for this discussion and allowing my mother and I to, to spend a little bit of time with you. Uh, when I look back on my journey, I remember one thing about the public school that I was in, the few public schools that I was in, and yes. it was just, I absolutely hated it. Mm. I mean, I would try every trick in the book, right? Like thermometer to the yeah. light bulb, you yes. know, tell my mom, oh, I have a headache, I don't feel good, you know, pouring a cup of water in the toilet while I'm making throw up sounds. So it sounds like, you know, I'm, I'm throwing up, you know, every single thing I could do to, to not go, go to school. And I remember so you were a professional at avoiding time <laughs> <Right>. in school. <laughs> 
Well, well, I wouldn't say professional because she always saw right through me. But I was, was, I was good. trying everything. Yeah, yeah, she was. <laughs> um, but I remember one time in particular. Um, I'm a huge superhero fan. Spider Man is my favorite ah. um, uh, comic book hero. He was. Yeah. He was actually. That was the first time that I um, read on my own. It was a, it was a, a Spider-Man comic book. Wow. And uh, my dad's Spider-Man comic book. So so superheroes have a very special place in my heart. But they do. I went to school went to school one day with this with a Spider-Man shirt and this shirt I'd wear this shirt everywhere. All day, you know, five, six days a week. My mom's like, you know, I'm gonna take this away and wash it because it's it's absolutely disgusting. But I loved it. And so uh, one day I went to school and these kids came up on me, started pushing me around, and the shirt ended up getting ripped, and buttons were all, you know, flying all over the place. And in that moment, um, I felt useless, right? I felt I didn't have any worth, any purpose. And I remember that day going home to my mom just crying, and I said, please, don't, don't send me back to that school. Mm. I will do whatever, right? Like, you won't have to yell at me. I'll do chores. I don't, you know, just anything. Whatever it takes. Right. And so... You know, you fast forward, you know, school choice, being able to, to graduate high school, graduate college. And like you like you alluded to, you know, sitting next to the president at, at the young age of 24, uh, six months on the job that I'm that I, that I have now, um, not only being not only having a, a seat at the table, but also being able to engage and push the dialogue while I'm at the table is something that's very important to me. And so I even told him straight up, he asked me, what were my plans? I, I looked at him right in the face and said, I'm coming for the White House. And and I think that's the that's the power of school choice. Right. It doesn't yes. just school choice didn't just help me realize my dreams and what I wanted to become. But it, it equipped me with the tools to go out there and chase it and, and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so if you would have told, you know, seven, eight year old Walter, who was who was on Adderall, spending all his time in detention that that one day not only would he be able to meet the president but he would have his own aspirations to become the president yes he would have he would have looked at you like you were you were insane mm. and so i attribute i attribute it first and foremost to god to yes. god and and his plan and his hand on my life um secondly to my to my family to my parents um i think i would have still been on this track but it would have been a lot more difficult and and thirdly school choice i attribute um to everything the, the road i'm on now this conversation that we're having you know to school choice because absolutely like i say you know without it i'd be of either you know six feet under or or still stuck in that kind of community where there really is no way out well walter that's a great point i'm gonna i i want to talk to you in just a second here about COVID 19 uh, and, and the importance that that has played in moving forward the issue of school choice. But uh, I, too, uh, grew up uh, enjoying reading comic books. Uh, you were a Spider-Man fan. I was a Thor fan. Not everybody yeah. Uh, yeah. remembers Thor until we came up with the Marvel movie series. But I will say without any question that it's interesting how your mom really embodied the notion of, uh, as you said, you were a Christian, giving uh, honor to God. Proverbs 22, uh, 6 reminds us that um, a, a parent trains up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're older, they shall not depart from that. And it's nice to understand and appreciate how your mother saw the individual plan for each child and how you now are advocating on behalf of school choice, advocating on behalf of the dreams and the aspirations that other kids 
who are still seven or eight years old today need to hear from a powerful force, a powerful person like yourself. Uh, thank you for sharing that really remarkable story uh, on COVID-19. COVID-19 has caused us so much pain, but I always like to look for a bright spot or a positive outcome if I can. I would say one of the brightest spots of the pandemic is the attention that's being put on school choice. In fact, a recent poll shows that there has been a huge spike in support for school choice options. Since the last Real Clear poll in April, for parents with kids in public schools, there's been a 10-point jump in support for the concept of school choice from 67%, which is pretty high, to 77%. How do we continue to get the word out and get parents more access to different options. What are your thoughts? The one thing I can say um, is a, a eye opener is that COVID-19 has become, um, it's made parents become present yes, and accountable in a sense where, you know, parents were comfortable, you know, sending their kids to school, letting the school systems, you know, educate their children and send them back home. They were comfortable and COVID made them very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. However, some teachers, some schools, some districts um, stopped teaching, stopped providing resources, just stopped. And that was detrimental to the child, not necessarily the school itself, but to the to the individual children. And COVID has given us that push to say, OK, now the parents are having to research, having to advocate for their children, having to find what fits, what doesn't fit. And to some degrees, giving them the opportunity to learn their child all over again, experience, you know, oh, my child really does learn better with, you know, hands on activities as yes. opposed to a book and, a, you know, a study guide. So that that was my take. And I could see it because our neighbors even have gone to an online tutorial or online platform for their children. Yeah, uh, well, well, one thing that we, we haven't mentioned um, is, is two, the two youngest boys in our family um, have been homeschooled their, their entire life. Mm -hmm. And so my parents have, have done it all. Like, I hate it. I, they tried to homeschool me for a little bit. I absolutely hated it. Um, but, it's, but it's working for them. But on the, on the topic of COVID, it has shed light on a lot of issues, the spotlight on a lot of issues, whether absolutely. it's health, yes. education, you know, mm -hmm. all of these different aspects that are, that are woven together. Um, and I think the most important thing now is to just continue to to lean in. Now mm -hmm. is the time to push, you know, now more than ever. Um, and, and you've been been a key a key example of that, Senator Scott. So thank you for your for your yeah. leadership on that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we have to keep we have to keep highlighting these stories of, of, of you know, all the Walters in the world that, that have had an opportunity and, and use that to say there are even more that are looking for that opportunity and having strong voices like my mother and you know some of the networks that are that have been established throughout the country because you know with with this upcoming election you know all these different things you know it's it's a fight it's Absolutely. a fight for school choice every single day and so um, so I'm in the trenches I'm I'm meeting with families I'm visiting schools I'm I'm helping you know structure policy ideas to really you know push this thing through because at the end of the day you know it's it's the politicians and the policies that are going to um, propel this thing forward for children across the country. 
Walter, you said it well, I can't say it better than that. It's one of the reasons why I sponsored legislation supported by the chairman of the Health, Health, Health Committee, which includes education, the School Choice Now Act, which ensures families have access to educational options and encourages individuals and businesses to donate to organizations that provide scholarships to families so that the students can return to their pre-pandemic educational institutions. I got to say, you closed us out really well. Thank you for your comments and thank you for those folks who support School Choice because, because of your efforts and resources, uh, young men like Walter uh, one day will be the President of the United States. God bless you.